1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Wednesday, April 19th, 2023. I'm one of your hosts, Snowbike Mike, and today I am joined with the Nitro Rifle from twitch.tv slash Andy Cortez. It's gosh darn Andy Cortez. It's me. It's me. Holy, what's up, big dog? What's going on, Mike? We're back again. Another week again. They can't get us off now. Now we're here to stay.
2: Here to stay. I already put up a little cot over here. Mm -hmm. I've been sleeping over at night. Really, really good stuff. The streets
1: have been talking. I've been hearing people say they want us back. Uh, (laughs) A lot of whispers. They're like, yo, get Mike and Andy back to talk the news, y'all.
2: They picked the right choice. They picked (laughs) the right combo.
1: (laughs) They just missed one day, though. Well, look, Like, we uh, couldn't have the 420 special? I mean, here's you know what I mean? Thing, I couldn't like, have the
2: 420 special? You know that I don't partake, really, Mike. In know? the devil's lettuce. In uh-huh. the devil's lettuce, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One too many panic <laughs> attacks have, uh, have definitely pushed me away, but I would have been here cheering you on the whole I time. I know you Mike. would
1: have. I mean, I'll tell you what, sometimes, you know, I don't want to say what, but like, sometimes I get in my Duffy, mm-hmm. and like, me and Halo, whew, I used to drop bombs in Halo. Really? Some two and seven nights. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah, like, Perfect. Where in my mind, I was doing really well, but in reality, I wasn't, you know. Making that suit extra
2: green on Master Chief. <laughs> I love it. How you doing today? I'm doing well, Mike. Um, I'm getting my caffeine in. I yes. woke up and I got some new vitamins that hopefully get me a bit more energized. Okay. Yeah, um, full of drugs, full of cocaine. <laughs> no, you're, yeah,
3: you're
1: up, big dog. We're right. I like that. We're ready to go. You know, Michael. yesterday, Andy, I tried to cut sugar out of my life, cold turkey. Yeah. And we quickly learned that you you don't do that. You know what I mean? You don't do that. Maybe wean off.
2: Maybe ease <laughs> off <laughs> in just small increments. We don't. Sugar's yeah. a hell of a drug. Yeah, that. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> well, I mean, for the longest time, Greg Miller said that we were sponsored by sugar. Exactly. I, I, I think that was. A bad call maybe. <laughs> i think it was a bad call yeah was yeah. it the tries was
1: it the tries uh i think it was a little bit of the ch- it was just sugar in general right because like when we come into this studio i've i'm drinking an iced chai to start the day and then i'm mosey down over to that sweet little kitchen we got and we got a lot of leftover easter candy chocolates we got a lot of hershey kisses from our holiday specials and so i'm usually popping a couple mm-hmm. yesterday i said no no mike don't touch any of it so by about 11 I was still feeling good riding that high of working out. And then by 12, I was like, ooh, here comes the crash, and then at twelve thirty, my life was over. Where I didn't feel good; I wanted to vomit. You know what I mean? Yeah,
2: Nick, Nick told me in the car that it looked like you're just gonna about. Oh, you're about to just like lean over and just yeah, yeah. pass out to the shadow realm. It was. I'm glad tough. you're still here. I'm glad you're still I, with I'm us. I'm back,
1: you know, and yeah. I'm happy because, of course, it is Wednesday. We got some awesome gaming news to talk about because today's stories include Nintendo's Indie World Showcase, upcoming news about the division, and more. Because. This is Kind of Funny Games Daily each and every weekday at 10 a.m. West Coast, best coast time on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and on Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We bring you the nerdy news you need to know about. Of course, don't forget, we are now Epic Games Partners, which means if you're buying games off the Epic Games Store, if you're buying that sweet new Fortnite look or maybe the season pass in Rocket League or the jelly bean game that I love, Fall Guys, please Use our epic creator code Kinda funny, at checkout to help support the team in a brand new way. Of course, while you're watching live, if you want to keep me and Andy on our toes and keep us correct, you can go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong anytime to help keep us honest and fill out the end of the show with all the things that we might have screwed up on. Of course, if you go on over to patreon.com slash kindoffunny or kindoffunny.com or funny games, you can help support the team and get this show ad free v- ad-free, along with a bevy of awesome bonus content, so you never have to watch those pesky ads, and you can also enjoy Kind of Feudy, Greg Ways. Next week, I'm taking over Greg Ways, and we're going on an adventure. Oh, son of a bitch. So we'll see Wait, what cool stuff we get into. How do I have,
2: we've had a couple of really good episodes of Kind of Feudy lately. Uh, Blessing introduced Kind of Toonie. Oh, and yeah. I was like, oh, man, I don't know much about music anymore. No, it was
3: cartoons.
1: Mm. Oh, okay, there cartoons, you go. cartoons, yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know much about music that anymore. That was a good <laughs> one.
3: That was a good one. It was a good back and forth between you, me, and Roger. Yeah, it was just a constant leads were
1: yeah.
2: swapping. Leads were changing. Mm-hmm. Scooby-Doo was in there. The only time I can, well, I don't want to spoil it. The only time I can do well is when Tim is gone.
1: Okay. Okay. Tim is your kryptonite. Okay. Dude, lately,
2: lately, Tim's been freaking on it. I don't know. Okay. But you know what? He stopped getting cute with the answers, Mike.
1: That's what. That's the the answers would be like
2: name your favorite Kong, and he'd be like, Pong or some shit. It's like Tim, stop being cute. (laughs) That wasn't a very good example. (laughs) Now he wants to play his
1: right. Uh, Well, of course, that goes out to my guy, Blessing Adioye Jr., because I just did that intro without reading off my laptop here, and I will say, Andy. I think I got pretty close. As I scroll through there, it says kind of funny games daily, each and every weekday. Some people chat were checking wrong. you. Some people chat um, said you
2: looked at the laptop. If
1: you don't want to watch live, you can go. Okay, I missed that one. Of course, if you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on YouTube. Um, you can search us on podcast services. I missed that. I'm gonna give myself about an 80%. <laughs> I give myself an 80%. It's, it might in reality be 60, but I'm gonna give myself an 80%. Hey,
2: look, we're having a good day, man. All
1: right, it's the day before <laughs> it's the devil's day <laughs> Woo! Uh, yo, let's jump into some house housekeeping of course a new kind of funny podcast is up right now where the gang talks about creator clash and of course who they would like to see in the ring and probably knock onto the mat andy cortez that was a really good podcast a lot of laughter what were your thoughts on that one
2: well i mean a lot of it is just kind of planning out the future of kind of funny and how how we can continue to monetize and you know if that if it means that we get our asses whooped yeah. And I'm all for it.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah. In my mind, I would sign up for creator class on two conditions. Mm-hmm. One, someone would have to pay. Someone would have to pay for my boxing lessons, right? Like that coach that we assigned to me, someone else has to foot that bill. Okay. okay. I'm, thinking, I'm thinking like Greg Miller. He swipes the card on
3: that one. Okay. So the card.
1: now I get a boxing coach. You already had the kid. It's he's honey. That kid is already old mm-hmm. now. He swipes the card. Then the second one, you know, this is all for charity. Shout out to charity. Tim Gettys has to get me a sponsorship on my shorts. That pays me. Okay. Okay, a little selfish, but like if my brain is forever altered, <laughs> like a little bit of payment. just I don't know
2: how much more your brain could be altered, to be honest. <laughs> just, I'm just throwing it out there, everybody. Anything, a couple punches might put it back into place. Let's be
1: honest. <laughs> Those are my two conditions for me being in Creator Clash 3. Sign the paperwork. I'm in. Of course, coming up this week, Barrett's next video essay is just around the corner. Join him on Wednesday, April 19th. Hey, everybody watching live. That's today at 2pm, right after our normal afternoon game stream, while we while he talks about why Jedi Fallen Order is his favorite Star Wars game on YouTube.com/slash Kind of Funny Games. Of course, if you want a special kind of funny special pre- presentation, of course Baird is bringing you all the Star Wars talk that you want ahead of, of course, the brand new Star Wars game just mere days away. So check that out at 2 p.m. or over on YouTube.com/slash Kind of Funny Games. If you can't watch it live, we'll be reacting to it after today's stream. Of course, we're trying something new with YouTube Super Chats on Kind of Funny Games Daily. Only on YouTube and the live streams over on Twitch, there's going to be a 30-minute post show where Snowbike Mike and the team talk all things about your game super chats and comments. So of course, if you resubscribe, if you subscribe throughout today's thing, you can add a comment with your questions. We can go deeper into today's news. You can bring up a new gaming topic of discussion, or you can just ask Andy. Hey Andy. What kind of vitamins? Can you, you do it? <laughs> can you do it? And of yeah. course, if you're over on YouTube, you can super chat with all that information as well. And We'll have some fun over on Patreon. A new kind of beauty is up, where the crew battles it out in a cartoon-themed episode. You can go check that out over on our Patreons with all the exclusive content. Of course, over on Patreon as well, you can help support and keep the lights on. Becoming a Patreon producer, just like. This month, we want to shout out Tripod Double Plus Plus and Delaney Twining. Both of you, thank you for your support over on Patreon for being our producers for the day. Today, we are brought to you by Rocket Money, but we'll tell you all about that in just a little bit. Andy Cortez, Barrett Courtney running the ones and twos in the live chats. Let's get into it with what is and forever will be. The Roper Report. It's time for some news. We have five stories today. A
3: baker's dozen. <laughs>
1: Andy Cortez, this morning, Nintendo took to the virtual streets to share some awesome indie games with their Nintendo Indie World Showcase. We got a recap for you. I got games to talk about, and I got some games I think you'll like. So let's talk about this fun. It was about 20 to 30 minutes at most presentations. This is a nice, easy one to watch some awesome uh, recap of indies. Let's run through some of the things you need to know about. Mykonos Night Market is coming out September 26th. I think it's Minik- Minikos. <sighs>
2: There's an, the N before the K.
1: Can, I, I, it's a, it's a, it's a cute cat, Andy. I'll just have okay. to say it to you, okay? There's a cute cat out there, okay. and you got to go find out what's up with that cat, okay? It's got a cute art style. It's got a cute night market that you're gonna sell stuff at, okay? And uh, there's a cat. There's a cat out there. You know what the art style reminds me of? Minecos. There it is, Minecos. That Minecos, was it. Thank yeah. you, Chat, for keeping me on it. Minecos. That was it.
2: Uh, the art style reminds me of Knights and Bikes. Is it the same thing? Knights
1: def? and Bikes. Yes, that's what I thought of yeah. as well. Knights very, and Bikes. Very, very cute art
2: costume style. Costume
1: Quest as well. A little Costume uh, Quest yes. vibe right there with the little kids running around in the cute outfits. Uh, this one's coming September 26th. So mark your calendars on that one. Next one is My Time at Sandrock. This is coming out summer 2023. My Time at Sandrock is actually a sequel to My Time at Porsche mm-hmm. to crafting and building. Uh, Adventure for Resources, and Melee combat game, Summer 2023. There's a lot going on in this game, Andy Cortez. So for all my best friends who love, you know, those cute, like, Village Builders, you know, Animal Crossing, Disney, Dreamli- Dreamlight, this game could be for you, so check that one out. I've never played the original. Did you know about my time at Porsche?
2: I knew about my time at Porsche mostly really? because I'd watch the oh. homie Ray Narvaez stream it every once in a while. Okay. And I know that a couple of people in our in our kind of friend circles, we were really into my time at Portia because it was essentially like a 3D version of Stardew Valley. Oh, okay a, okay. a bit more involved when it comes to what the combat is and like actually having villains and whatnot. Uh, but I, yeah, a lot of people seem to enjoy it. So
3: I really, remember re- because there's the debate uh, Greg would always have with himself of, is, it Porsche? is it Portia? Portia. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, really yes.
2: awesome that. Interesting. Obviously, the first one did well enough to. Bring a sequel. So, nice that's, sequel, awesome. that's right.
1: Uh, up next is a game I will 100% be playing with you and the gang. Played up. And it's coming up of this. 2023. It's time to get in the kitchen with a fun, wacky game. Of course, just like Overcooked, uh, this Rogue Light Management Sim is coming your way. It says cook, serve, upgrade, and automate. Of course, Blessing Out of Yo Jr. loves. Restaurants that have robots cooking his food, so I think this one will be right up his alley. Yeah, he's been getting
2: a lot of burgers made by machines, mm-hmm, which is mm-hmm. like, where does it stop? When does it stop? When does it right. stop? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, uh, you can count me out of plate up, Mike. I'll watch you. I'll play that. I don't want any part of it. Whenever we do the overcooked, it's just um, um, like when you had that one extra ingredient,
1: Uh huh. You can us.
2: physically see my brain not fully mm-hmm. absorbing the information that is being shown to me. You know.
1: I feel like we did really, really well the last time. You know, I took his head of the kitchen. Everybody's kept to their assignments. I thought we did very well. Great head chef. I am tempted to take us back in, but if you say we want to break, we go to moving out. My second favorite oh, game. Fucking God, damn it. <laughs> um up next, Quilts and Cats of Calico is coming fall twenty twenty three. This game, Andy, very cute. Ooh. It's a board it's a uh it's a board game that was adapted from the real board game, Calico. And guess what, Andy? You can customize your own cats in this one. You oh, got go cute cats hell. building out a quilt blanket, and uh, all those cute cats you can customize any way you like. I think that's pretty cool.
2: Uh, one to four players, apparently. Award-winning puzzle board game based on the the digital adaptation of the award-winning puzzle board game. Very, mm-hmm. very
1: cool. That's cute. Check that one out. Uh, up next, Andy. This is a must-have for you. Rift of the Necro Dancer coming sometime in 2023. Uh, Andy, this is a rhythm game with lane-based combat looking like guitar hero to me but of course I know a lot of those best friends out there love the necro dancer stuff and this game just screams guitar hero action right there to me. This
3: game was at the mix and every t- like I really wanted to try it out and every time I went over like someone else was already playing it it looks so goddamn fun.
2: There's a very fun art style. I don't know if it's quite for me though, Mike. I don't okay. know if I think it's uh, why are they cooking? Where are they cooking? Oh, so that's
1: a, that's <laughs> the that, they're doing yoga. That's a fun side thing. There's oh. like five playable characters. They all have like fun little like side games you can play. That's not just rifting it up with your. Gotcha, you know gotcha, I mean? gotcha.
2: Because I, I, whenever I think rhythm games, I think Timothy Geddes. Oh, okay. I feel like okay. he is the rhythm guy. Um, but, yeah, you know, I mean, wasn't there, isn't it, what am I thinking of, Crypt, Crypt of the Necro Dancer. I, I believe so, yeah. You're thinking of the other offshoots
1: of this game is right. Yeah, yeah.
2: Are they all the same? IP- are they the same publishers and devs?
1: I or would assume do. so.
2: We got we, we have a lawsuit in our hands. Everybody,
1: <laughs> <laughs> ah, we're gonna look that up for you. Yeah. Of course, someone will correct us in, of course, kindoffunny slash you're wrong if you want to correct us and keep us honest with that while you're watching live. But now okay, we're gonna yeah. go. Yeah, same same publisher. We knew it. We knew it the whole yeah. time. Uh, let's go on over to the next one that I cannot wait for. A little to the left has a DLC coming out, Cupboards and Drawers DLC. Of course, this cute, fun puzzle game is coming your way with some sweet, sweet DLC. And I'll tell you what, this one, Unpacking, just stole my heart, these two games. I'm all about a little to the left.
2: This is visual ASMR. This is uh, the stuff you'd see on oddly satisfying subreddit or oddly satisfying TikTok accounts that pop up. Uh, it seems like a cool game to just mellow out to, Mike. You had, mm. you had a tough day at work. Mm. You want to just, you know, maybe nothing went
3: your way. Things can go your way if you just put that little fucking socket wrench in that slot. You know, mm. you know uh, yeah, being oh. uh, blazed up, having a 2-7 match in Halo. Maybe it's Woo-hoo. just time to get out of now Halo. Now, I will say, Chat. I left. see you
1: live right now. Chat's trying to correct me. I'm reading off a blessing script. You know what I mean? So don't come at me saying that. Wait, what do you say? What would you say? What would you say? He says cupboards, cupboards and drawers. Cupboards. People upside. tight. Cupboard. He has cupboards. That's how it's spelled, though. Oh That's- shit! <laughs> Let's keep it moving. On to the next one. Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon has a. Free t- <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> uh, coming out uh, in spring. Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon. Andy Cortez, you into Shovel Knight?
2: Um, I mean, Dungeon. I love Shovel Knight, but mm-hmm. I know there have been a bunch of offshoots that I had just haven't gotten into. Uh-huh. Um, I did hear our friends over at the Besties Podcast talk about uh, Pocket Dungeon and okay. say that it, you know it's a fun time, but it's nothing to necessarily anything to write home about, anything that you would kind of have on a an end of the year game of the year sort of list. Mm-hmm. But apparently, it's still very, very entertaining and very good.
1: So, okay. uh, yeah, it seems cute enough. I've never seen this one. This was news to me. I never seen this one. Uh, up next, we have some more <laughs> DLC. We have Cult of the Lamb, Relics of the uh, Old Faith. Free DLC update coming your way April 24th. Andy Cortez, you getting back into Cult of the Lamb?
2: Friend, uh, f- uh friend of the show and fellow correspondent, Janet Garcia, mm. was. I-, I saw a couple of videos that she posted on TikTok about this. And um, apparently they've done a bit to the systems to kind of make it uh, to give you more variety when it comes to going into the dungeons and having a w- wide amount of different abilities and weapons you can
3: choose from. Okay, okay.
2: It seems kind of, it seems kind of neat. Apparently they've remixed a lot of other boss fights to kind of make them a little bit more interesting. <laughs> I know you're reading. Uh-huh, uh-huh,
1: uh-huh. <laughs> I, know. I got my eyes on now. I see them over there. I got I fucking locked. Yeah. Them.
2: Apparently they've, uh, they, they've done some uh, modification to some prior bosses that you do fight in the game. And, um, yeah, it seems interesting enough. I, okay. I don't know if it's enough to necessarily bring me back right now, especially with, you know, it's review season, Mike, and there's a lot, a lot of stuff, stuff going a on. Lot, a lot of emails, a lot of back and forths between mm-hmm. devs and us and saying, like, here's mm-hmm. a code, here's a code, mm-hmm. here's a code. You get a code. Everybody gets a code.
1: Codes. And possible boxing training one day.
2: You Possibly. Know. We could
1: yeah. be signing up. Uh, let's keep it going. Of course, Animal Well Cupboards. is coming to Nintendo Switch <laughs> early 2024. Now this game. Now, is this the donkey game? Yes, it is. Uh, yes. This is definitely the donkey game over here. Uh huh.
2: Yes, this is published by uh, YouTuber Donkeys Group. Um, I had seen Animal Well prior to that, though. Prior to that whole um, news dropping, mm-hmm. this was also at the mix. This is a game that, uh, much like Barrett was talking earlier about Rift of the Necrodancer, I wasn't able to play this game because it was such a large line and people were just there forever. It's like move on, move on, people. Let me play it. You let know, let me play. Uh, gorgeous art style, super cute. Love the color scheme. It is a sort of Metroidvania type game, and uh, yeah, it's it's just got such a unique sort of looking and style, and I'm very very excited to check it out.
1: Yeah, excited for that one. Early 2024 for that one. Up next was Crime O'Clock, June 30th. This one's coming out. This is a game that was at the mix that we talked about. Ooh. Really, really dope art style. I never Something saw that this. jumps off the screen. At you. And I'm really excited to check it out. Crime Clock is an investigation and time exploration game with a deep storyline. Investigate causes through time and evolving maps by unveiling a new multi-era linked story. So a lot of cool stuff. Of course, you can go oh. back in time and that will affect the future with the things you do. Pops right off the screen at you when you see this. So yeah, this is a game. Keep your eye on this one. I'm excited to check this one out when it comes out.
2: This, sure. this is one that I do recall seeing because it reminded me a lot of The art style for that little, that little fucking freaky frog going jumping in the shadows. The frog jumping in the shadows. Yes,
3: I remember that one. You know that one. You know that one. What's that one called? Reminds you of that.
2: Well, the the art style, like the Mm -hmm. isometric and very, very like, very monochromatic in what it's sort of portraying. Uh, Play style, obviously not. Very, very different. But also, yeah, when I saw that, I was like, oh, this reminds me of uh, Skim. Thank you, chat. Thank you, Janet, for the shout-out. Janet in chat right now. Shout-out to Janet. It slash me The art style reminded me of Skim, but also had a lot of War's Waldo vibes. Mm. uh, With just that sort of, here's this overworld map. I didn't get to play it. I didn't get to sort of get the gist of exactly what was happening. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, it seems, like, very unique. Okay. And I always love when a developer... Is sort of going, you know, beyond the norm of what you would expect from video games to look and play and feel like.
1: Well, we got some cool ones right now. We got two out today's right now. Tesla Grad Two and Tesla Grad Remastered are coming to your Nintendo Switch console right now. Andy, this game seems like something that I could see you playing right here. It's got a dope little art style one of those kind of hack and slash a lot of movement going on in this platformer. I think this is a game up your alley you might want to check this it out. There's
2: a really kind of interesting looking game. I had never heard of this nor the predecessor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. this
1: looks pretty awesome. It's got a remaster of the first one as well. You can buy them together or separate.
2: I mean, I'll tell you what, Mike. Whenever tell me. whenever we have these uh, lately in the last several years of you know, the, we get these indie world things. It's like, okay, when what's it looking like coming to Steam? Yes. Can I play that on my Steam Deck? Yes. Like that's what these shows have become. Okay. Unfortunately Mm -hmm. for Nintendo and the relationship between me and my Switch. Mm -hmm. Um now obviously we're gonna get a lot of Switch playtime in the future, but like a lot of these showcases have just been when does it come out on Steam? Oh, it's been out on Steam for two years. That's like there you go. That always feels like that's always the case here. Yeah.
1: Uh out today as well, the second one, Shadows. Overloathing. Oh. And then they'll have a physical version out this fall. So something to keep an eye out on that one. Rounding it out here, we have two big announcements here. Blasphemous 2 is coming out summer 2023. They had a dope game that I played at a couple conventions back in the day. The first one of this, the sequel now. Shout out to the team for making a second one because it's got a badass heart style, Andy Cortez.
2: Yeah, this is one that I... This is always like in the great deal section on the switch Mm -hmm. i think i actually owned the first one on switch and just never really tried it because again whenever you go on an airplane flight it's always like all right uh what games am i gonna play and i never do i just fall asleep you know oh but blasphemous one is like blasphemous one is one of the games that i ended up buying never fully played it uh never gave it much of a shot but uh it's always sort of Reviewed really well. The first mm. one has always had really good reviews. So okay. uh again, shout out to them. Another developer getting a sequel. Yeah, sure. Always out. great to see that.
1: Summer 2023. And then the big one, Oxen Free 2, Lost Signals will be coming your way July 12th, 2023.
2: Uh, I'm too scared about this one. I'm too scared of the first one.
1: This one, Andy. I never Scary. played the first one. The second one when I was watching the Indie World showcase, I was like, ooh. This got a cool vibe to it. You know, coming hot off of, of course, our favorite show on Netflix, Stranger Things. Uh, I'm, like, in the mood for something a little freaky, a little weird, and this had those vibes to it. You're a little, you're a little freak. The, yeah, I like that. But here's that. the issue. It's like, I just never have nights where it's just like, just, Mike, turn off the lights. Let's get a little weird with it. And that's what this game would be for me.
2: Yeah, I mean, I th- I think a lot of people really enjoyed the first one for how eerie things can get and how, mm-hmm. like, this game just evokes mood. And, like, here's this tone, and they're really good about showing that through. And how are you going to figure out these puzzles when you are stressed out? Uh, I love the logo treatment. I think that's a uh, Mm. a, – I'm blanking on his name. The big famous logo designer. When I say big, he's not eight foot tall. You. No, no, that's not me. You do great stuff. Not me. Thank you, though, Mike. Thank you. Um, A little too scary for me. A little too spooky.
1: Okay.
2: Here's another weird thing, Mike. Tell me. Whenever I see the dates on here and I see 2023, I'm like, oh, that's next year.
1: No, it's right now. It's right now. Reality, baby.
2: It's right now. (laughs) I see 2024 on here, which was, um, I believe, Animal Well coming to switch in early 2024.
1: And I go, wow, two years away. It's like I hate this. Cupboard and cupboard. It, you know it's what the I mean? exact
2: same thing. Like,
1: Wheelbarrow and real barrel. Right, no, no, right. we're right, learning right. things. We're learning things I, on that. I love you trying to blame him. Like, nope, he spelled cupboard. <laughs> hey, 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 <laughs> hey now. Hey now. Well, that's how it's spelled. <laughs> you know, Andy, I'm not, I'm not improving my home lately. I haven't been uh figuring things out. Andy, we're gonna round it out right now. They showed a little sneak preview of other games here during the big sizzle reel. You got paper trail, little kitty big city looking really dope, Uh, Chance of Sonar. you got uh, Escape Academy Complete Edition, Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach, and Bomb Rush Cyber Funk coming out August 18th. So that is your roundout of, of course, today's Nintendo Indie World Showcase. Of course, you can go watch that over on their YouTube. About 20 minutes of fun, very fast, very easy. It was a good presentation. It is exactly what I expect out of their indie showcases and I like that they sign a light this on their fun indie cool. showcases with that one. This
2: chance of uh Sinar has a very unique look to it. And of course we have Brotato which is shout uh, out very similar to uh just a bullet hell type mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um you, you know what Mike I, I had the second half of this little indie showcase playing on my phone in my car on the way over here. Yes. And man, I was just like just it, it, I hope they don't announce Silk Song dropping right now because I will get into a car wreck. Yes,
1: you will. Yeah, I was thinking about you the whole time as we waited for that announcement, but not today, no Andy Cortez. Not today. Mm. And it goes, Silk Song is just so so far away. But these ads—they're coming at you right now. And of course, if you're watching over on Patreon, guess what? You don't got to put up with ads because you're supporting us over on Patreon, and you get the ad-free version. But of course, if you're not over on Patreon, you got to watch these
0: ads right now. Enjoy shout out to rocket money for sponsoring this episode we all love gobbling up content and we have an understanding of what subscriptions we use or do we do you know how much your subscriptions really cost most americans think they spend around 80 dollars a month on subscriptions when the actual total is closer to 200 that's right you 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 out there rocketmoney.com slash kind of funny. That's rocketmoney.com slash kind of funny. R O C K E T M O N E Y.com slash kind of funny. Welcome back everybody to another episode of kind of funny
1: games daily. We're here on the second another half, episode. <laughs> still Is that different have... from the one before the X? Well, you know, we had a, it's a, it's a new episode. You know yeah. What yeah. I mean? so welcome back. <laughs> we, <laughs> we've reset today's episode. New format. You know what I mean? <laughs> this might be Mike and Andy's last one. You know? <laughs> Let's bring you story number two. (laughs) Ubisoft is sharing the future of the Division franchise in a live stream this week coming from Matt Wales at Eurogamer. Ubisoft is giving the Division fans a glimpse of the series' future, plus a recap of its present and past during a newly announced live stream airing this Thursday, April 20th. Proceedings are set to commence at 11 a.m. PT this Thursday via Twitch and YouTube, but with Ubisoft promising news on the three of its The Division games. Up first is the still popular The Division 2, which will share more on its upcoming rogue like inspired descent mode alongside details of its year five plans. Ubisoft you might recall confirmed a fifth year of content would be happening last July. Elsewhere in Thursday's showcase, free to play the Division spin-off Heartland, which has only been seen fleetingly since its announcement for PC and consoles back in 2021. While we are will get a new gameplay preview, while the upcoming free to play mobile offering, The Division Resurgence will appear in the form of a project update. Andy Cortez, more division. Let's talk about it. Three games coming your way, 420 tomorrow at 11 a.m. Let's talk about year five. This rogue like experience, the descent mode. Will you go back to it?
2: No, because I just want that new. Yeah. I want that new, new, Mike. And like, I would be so down. All they got to do to me, a dumb consumer is put a number three on it.
1: Division three. You know what I mean? Yeah, like we, uh-huh, I just want uh-huh. that
2: much of a refresh because I feel like we're deep in enough and I had a great time with Division two. I had a great time playing with Greg and with a bunch of uh, other friends and kind of going through these missions. I think it's like such a really nicely designed game, some uh, really great mission design as well and the world and like, I think it's like top tier environmental storytelling. It's a great time. I just want the part three though. I don't really want to jump back into an older title like that. Um, I mean, maybe, who knows? Maybe I could be swayed because we saw what happened with me in De- Destiny 2, right? Like, I fell back, fell back, in back into that, and mm-hmm. I fell back in love. But I I just feel like I am mentally ready to move on from this current iteration of The Division 2. Yeah. And I feel like if I were still playing it, or if I was still um, hopping back in every couple months for the new DLC jobs of the new seasons... Mm-hmm then I'd be super into whatever this roguelite mode is. It's just not for me right now, Mike. Yeah.
1: So, of course, this descent mode, not calling your name, of course. The hotness of Dark and Darker, which we just played. Of course, you look over at Escape from Tarkov. Everybody's kind of chasing that high of the drop-in and exfiltrate with a lot of dope-looking gear. I'm sure this will be very close to, if not similar to that kind of vibe. Does that pull you in at all?
2: I mean, the idea of a roguelite, I think, is interesting because I just love the randomness, and that's kind of what mm-hmm. keeps me playing roguelites. Um, I'm way more interested in the Division Heartland. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm way okay. more interested in the idea of a brand new like, a game in this universe. Okay. Something brand new that we could all try out. Something that nobody else has seen or played before. I'm more interested to see what that has to offer, um, because i I think I'm just again mentally ready i'm I'm moved on
3: I've moved on from but the game Andy too. said what about these developers actually working on their Star Wars game and what if it's like a cool bounty hunter game where we all get to be bounty hunters in Star Wars just just let me look like a sexy bounty hunter with cool loot
1: I just want to be uh, a stormtrooper. You look trooper. like that every day, Andy. Thank you. That's all. Thank I you like those nice. stormtroopers. Um, okay, let's talk about Heartland. I'm sorry, say that again. I like stormtroopers a lot. Okay. You like stormtroopers. Like storm I want the one guy with the orange shoulder pad. That's what I want to be. I want oh, to be that okay. guy. Right. And I want to ride a desert lizard. Where they
2: see the orange one and they go, wow, that's Snowbike Mike. <laughs> exactly. Like no, the, that's the, that guy. The one right with there, the but... orange one is Snowbike Mike. <laughs> How do you know? He's riding a desert lizard. Obviously.
1: Of course, we will see the free to play, the division spin off heartland free to play people of course are immediately going to jump to microtransactions kind of mobile mobile vibe do you think it will be more than that
2: um i mean look we've we've seen what good and fun and engaging free to play video games can be right mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you and i played warzone for a very very long time yes, we have obviously a different type of video game right mm-hmm. but even when i think about the cycle frontier we had a fun two weeks with that. I yes, maybe did. three weeks or whatever. And when done well, those mechanics can be fun and engaging. And I just, I just want to see something new from these developers and something new from this world that they are offering. I, I, I know that it isn't necessarily set in the city, which I think is kind of odd. Okay, uh, Heartland not being in a big metropolitan oh, area. Apparently, okay. it's like set more in a rural type. A ru- uh, weird word, rural. Mm-hmm. I don't like rural.
1: Well, you know, I can't say an R, so it's not coming out right. Rural. R- rural. I think you said it better than Close. I did. Close. Oh, shout out to you. It took me a little time.
2: Um, yeah, I just, uh, you know, obviously free-to-play mechanics can be uh, very predatory in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. Mm-hmm. I think, though, we're at the point that we have, a lot of developers are learning their lessons, and how do we gain the favor from a lot of fans? Or are we going to be the ones that depend on the whales? Are we going to be the ones that say, like, hey, well, fuck the majority of the audience because 5% of our player base has given us mm-hmm. thousands of dollars. I feel like we are moving further and further past that, and developers are starting to learn more and more what you need, what needs to happen in a free-to-play game without everybody just shitting on your franchise or yeah. shitting on your IP. Yeah,
1: there's, there's, they've done well. There's been games that have done it well. That's right. I gave Minecraft Legends $20 last night. Shout out to you. I needed a dope bunny outfit. Yeah, he needed I needed bunny. that bunny outfit before I went into the PvP streets. Andy How much Cortes. you spend
2: on EA uh, PGA Road to the Masters?
1: Uh, Forty nine ninety nine, so I could buy the cool Masters <laughs> bag and some Nikes. You know When's
3: what I mean? The last time you played Road to the Masters.
1: Not since we played it last week. I've played it a Grand Total okay. three times.
2: You You're gonna I mean? play it again. Too. I'm no, that guy. Oh, right. yeah. I'm that guy. You're gonna play it again. Uh, too get a one what, game,
1: what
3: do you think
2: about? Yeah. What do you think I'm about? I'm excited the about more
1: division. Right. Like yeah. I really liked the Division One. I liked the Division Two. It's hard to believe that we're talking about Year Five plans. Like man, oh man, time just flies. Yeah. And I remember when we put that game down early on in the Division Two, waiting for more end game content and like give me more. And of course, just like any games as a service, there's never enough. Right. Like there's players like me who are like. I'm gonna play this game so hard the first two weeks, and then I've already played it all, and now there's nothing for me left, right? And then I proceed to go, okay, well, call me in six months when you have content, and then I never come back, right? Like, I'm one of those people. I would say probably the common audience of it's hard to pull us back, right? Mm-hmm. Unless you have the diehards, there's those people. And then there's the common audience of like, hey, I liked your game, I had fun with it, but three months has passed, six months has passed. There's a lot of other games competing for my time. How do you stand out? How do you really pull me back if it's a game that I don't love, I just like, right? And I think a lot of these games as a service, games that have DLC content, always battle with that, right? And so it'll be exciting to see what The Division 2 can do, right? They pulled us back with The Raid once, you, me, Fran, and Greg tried The Raid, and I thought that was a cool novel idea, but it wasn't enough to stick. And so when I look at Heartland, That's got to kind of wow me to even get me interested in that one. On the flip side, a mobile game, I don't really play mobile games at all, so I don't think that will be for me. I mean, unless it's like a cute game like Gears Pop or a Marvel Snap that's going to jump off the screen and be like, oh, man, I got to download this for five days and play it. But the Division, I'm looking for the Division 3 I'm looking for a clean wipe, a restart. Get me hype on that because I'm already sold on the franchise. I like that, but at the same time, I mean, jumping into year five plans, I'm too far gone for that to really care. Look, I don't
2: want to be Mr. Doom and Gloom because mm-hmm. I know that UB has not had the easiest road in the last couple of years. But when I hear updates about the Division Resurgence, mm-hmm. their mobile game that you were just talking about, that that seems like a game that's going to last for six months. yeah, And its servers will be turned off. And hey, we are no longer supporting this. Like We've seen a lot of... Efforts made from the from UB's sort of mobile side, trying to get the get a foothold in this industry and kind of make sure that hey this game is here to stay. And sure, it might have its up and downs, but it's hey, it's seven. You know, I think they're trying to like make the Rainbow Six Siege for mobile, mm. and I just don't, I just don't see that happening. We we saw that one strategy game. Uh, I might need help figuring it out, but it had a bunch of different IP.
1: Oh, that was the Ubisoft one, right? Yeah, that had, yeah, yeah, That had Splinter Cell Jabroni in it, and everybody wanted Splinter Cell Jabroni to be a real game, and they were like, guess what? He's Sam in Fisher's Ghost, like, no, I'm just... Ghost, Ghost Recon Mobile, yes. Ghost yeah. Recon... Uh, Tom Elite Clancy's Squad. Elite Squad, yes. Thank
2: you, JJMN in the Twitch uh-huh. chat. Elite Squad, uh, we've, seen a lo- we've seen a lot of efforts trying to be made, and I just don't know if they have ever been very fruitful it's, for it's these developers. So, like, again, I... I hate to be that guy who says that, but it just doesn't seem like n- there's the audience for this on the mobile side. Yeah. You know, it,
1: mobile, massive market. People talk about it all the time. I'm not one of them. So I don't know what's hot in the mobile streets, right? I don't have a friend group that's hot in the mobile streets either. I would love to see the numbers, the conversations around mobile. Cause I'm not in that of like, what is really hot? Right. Because my mind, when you jump to, Of course, mobile. You think of Candy Crush, right? Like that's the first thing that I think a lot of people's minds go to. So yeah, if there's numbers dictating that this is better and this is the way, I'd love to see it. I'd love to learn more.
2: Lakers had also said uh, Sam Fisher's better than Solid Snake. I'm going to need a five year ban on Lakers head thing right Right away. hope the Lakers lose by seventy to nine.
1: Number three, Resident (laughs) Evil Four remake and PlayStation Five topped the U.S. sales charts in March. This coming from Ryan Dinsdale over at IGN. Resident Evil 4 Remake was the best-selling game in the U.S. in March 2023, while the PS5 remained the best-selling hardware. Revealed through the latest data at Circana, formerly NPD, Capcom's remaster of the classic horror game outperformed March's other new releases. My apologies. Other new releases, including MLB The Show 2023 and WWE 2K23. Shout out MLB The Show. Shout out MLB The Show. Great game. Gave you a great preview over on the Xcast. Y'all should go listen to it. Uh, Both of these titles were also outperformed by last month's Hogwarts Legacy, which placed second overall in March, but remains the best-selling game of 2023 so far. Video game hardware spending increased 10% year-over-year with PS5's increased availability leading the push as the best-selling console in both units sold and dollars made. The Xbox Series X and S play second in dollars made while the Nintendo Switch plays second in units sold. Here are the top 10 best-selling games for the month of March. Number one, Resident Evil 4. Number two, Hogwarts Legacy. Number three, MLB The Show 23. Number four, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 number five the last of us part one number six fifa 23 number seven wwe 2k 23 number eight Elden ring number nine madden nfl 23 and number 10 mario kart 8 andy you take a look at that you of course hear playstation's up right now on those consoles being more available around the states which is great to hear next gen consoles finally really getting out on the markets which i love seeing but what do you think about some of those top 10s really quick
2: I mean, Hogwarts Legacy is still continuing to sell a lot of units, and I think Hogwarts Legacy, Call of Duty, um, I think games like that just kind of show you that the internet isn't real life, and no matter Mm. what sort of noise you're seeing on the internet, what drama's happening, 99% of people outside of this gaming sort of Twitter sphere doesn't know, doesn't care. They're going to buy the games and the IP that they want, and... I, I do think it, it, I mean, it's kind of, kind of reminds me of Grand Theft Auto five, where the numbers keep on pushing. You're not hearing a whole lot about it anymore. Mm-hmm. You're not hearing, you're not seeing a whole lot of like, uh, social media stuff happening with like viral clips or anything like that. So in your brain, you might think, Oh, nobody's playing that game anymore. I haven't seen anybody talk about it in a while, but it's still a very famous IP and yep. it's going to continue to push numbers. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Elden Ring. I can't Elden believe Ring. that. I'm mean, a whole over a year later, still in the top 10 is no insanely massive impressive. DLC yet, yeah, right? Exactly. We have the,
1: the free Coliseums update with the PvP, but like there is no massive DLC that just released. Yeah, out that's of not a units mover.
2: That's like, crazy. Yeah,
1: that's crazy to see that. I mean, shout out right here Mario Kart 8. I mean, it is a staple on your Nintendo Switch, right? If anyone buys a Switch, you're gonna have to buy Mario Kart 8. That is like a must have, must own. So shout out to that for being number 10 recently number 13 so like wow look at that movement still up Jesus. at the top <laughs> of course call of duty you know so i'm it. a big cod dude like continues to sell well the juggernaut that is call of duty right and we've talked about the annualization of that and will they ever move on from selling it year after year but the numbers don't lie the gamers want it year after year they continue to buy it year after year i would love to see what the numbers would be if they skipped a year Right? Does that still stay up in the top 10 18 months later as we start to hit the next second year of all of that? Like Where, where does that fall if it's not annualized anymore? So I, I am interested in that future of that. But right now, it's clearly showing you that it is the juggernaut no matter what, year after year. It continues to sell.
2: It makes me very happy also. I, sh- I was excited about MLB being in the top 10. I just... Constantly think that you know nobody cares about baseball anymore. Yeah. It makes me happy to see it at number three. Yeah,
3: even with the uh, Game Pass, even too, with Game so, Pass, so yeah, yeah, that this must is... be just uh, copy sold on Xbox, not through Game Pass and PS Five, which is and rad Switch, to see. yeah, yeah, oh, uh-huh. oh and right. Switch, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't forget and
1: Switch. That. So yeah, I mean, great stuff. And MLB the Show twenty twenty three, some great new content in there. We shared all the preview over on the Xcast. Another great sports title for all you best friends out there to go out and play. And being on Game Pass. It's a must-checkout. check out. Uh, Number four, Square Enix triples down on blockchain with a new deal. This coming from Rebecca Valentine at IGN. Wow, many gaming companies largely got their hint last year that gamers aren't keen on the blockchain, NFTs, and all that Web3 entails. Square Enix doesn't seem to have, have absorbed that message yet. And <laughs> it's demonstrating this today via a partnership with Web3 gaming platform Elixir with the intent of, quote, generating visibility and adoption of Web3 games among traditional gamers, end quote. The official announcement is light on details as to what exactly these two companies will be doing together, calling this a, quote, strategic partnership, end quote, intended to drive mass adoption of Web3 gaming during 2023. Elixir itself is a PC games distribution distribution platform that puts web three games and regular games side by side with little to distinguish between them. Notably, Elixir partnered earlier this year with Epic Games to allow users to play any game in their Epic library next to your favorite Web3 games. Basically, the idea seems to be that if it's stuff, if it stuffs enough non-Web3 games next to Web3 games, players won't be able to tell the difference and will get really, really into Web3 gaming. We're gonna, trick on. <laughs> <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna trick people like Snowbike Mike into this. That's what's gonna happen. Given its recent activity. It's unsurprising that Square Enix is digging its heels in on this. At the start of the year, the president, Yosuke uh, Matasuda... Sorry if I mispronounced that. I got pretty close on that. Yeah. Uh, said Matsuda. Matsuda, thank you. Mm-hmm. Said gotcha. that the company's vision for 2023 included quote aggressive investments into blockchain technology and NFTs. While Matsuda's uh, himself stepped down last month, his vision appears to have remained intact, as demonstrated by the recent set of Final Fantasy VII NFT trading cards. Andy Cortez, holy cow! Square Enix not catching the message. What do you think about this one?
2: Thank you, Rebecca Valentine for that Mm -hmm. beautiful article. Um, It's just enough. Enough. Nobody knows. No regular audience person out there knows what the fuck Web 3 is.
1: I was going to ask you what's Web 3, you know what I mean?
2: No, like Mm -hmm. people you're talking about Web 3 as if it's like upgrade from DVD to Blu-ray or something. You know what I mean? Like, it means nothing to people and sure you might be able to trick some people into utilizing what it is, which is essentially let's let the player kind of keep some digital collectibles. Let that person trade digital collectibles. It just stop, dude. Like it, it make good games and people will buy them. And that's how you'll make money. I don't really see the need or the importance for wanting to find another avenue for profit when it doesn't really seem like it's going to benefit the gamer at all.
1: Yeah. My thing was like them trying to, of course, distribute games on their own little platform and then having them mix with normal games in the hopes that I will get confused and start buying web three games or start thinking web three games are on the same level or like of a normal call of duty or they want to normalize right yeah they want to normalize this to me which is very interesting to see right like what's going on with that
3: oh
1: um but yeah that's the weird part to me it's like oh we're just trying to slide this in and get me confused you know what i mean but also at the same time i've never seen a web 3 game or an nft game blow up in my face right like nobody's ever come out and go yo you've seen this game this is the game you gotta buy like I haven't seen it become normalized or interesting at all.
2: The only NFT or Web3 games that I've seen um, do anything are going to be like on some documentary I've watched about why NFTs are bad (laughs) or some Twitter ad where it's like the hottest fucking game is out there. And it's like anime girls shooting a gun Mm. And you know that that game ain't going to be worth a damn. And I feel like that's the case for a lot of these games where they, and maybe Square is trying to change that. Maybe Square is trying to change that perception and trying to say like, Mm. not all web three games have to look and play this cheap. They don't have to be made by 10 people in a room and shit out within two or three months of development time. Maybe they can be more. Maybe they can be of higher quality. I just, I just don't see it, and I and I never will see it. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, something to keep yeah. in mind there. Definitely something to keep an eye on with Square Enix, of course. I know a major publisher in the game that people know and love, right? For certain their titles. So be mindful of what you're seeing on that one, and of course also be checking out Elixir and be mindful of where you're buying games and what's going on with that one for sure. Is they How many uh, slide Final Fantasy
2: seven NFT trading cards you got? About 20. (laughs) (laughs) Nice.
1: I didn't even know that was a thing. You know what I mean? So interesting. Yeah, the trading card game. You know, I'll be buying a lot of of cardboard, as the kids call it. You know what I mean? For Pokemon. You you buy the
2: physical stuff. Yeah, Pokemon. One piece. I'll tell you what. There was a time... Tell me about the time. There was a time when NBA Top Shot
1: kind of had me thinking. Yeah, did you think I got to get Rayshon Rondo's highlight from 2018? Yeah,
2: like I was like, I need to see this fucking layup from Spencer Dinwiddie. (laughs) I need to see a goddamn rebound from Patrick Ewing. And... (laughs) I really thought that, like, maybe this is a thing, but I think it was just, I, maybe I had COVID. I don't know. Maybe I had long COVID. Yeah, I had yeah, the brain yeah. fog, you mine, know?
1: Mine wasn't quite right. No. That was a weird one. That could be a whole separate topic that you and I discussed. Of like, what was that? You know what I mean? We were just chasing it, weren't we? Everybody was just chasing
2: Everybody it. Everybody just wanted the new thing, and at that time... NBA Top Shot seemed like it, What? that's what it was gonna be for me. <laughs> Let me talk about NBA Top Shot, okay? NBA Top Shot is like digital trading cards, uh-huh. but they are plays. They're highlights. Yeah. You can get an, a common highlight, but it's not like dunks by LeBron James. Those are like the real legendary ones, yes, the ones that are, are, are worth like $80,000. Uh-huh. They're worth, in quotes, in hard quotes, worth $80,000. But you might buy a pack of like five NBA Top Shots or whatever. For like I don't know a hundred bucks or something, and uh, and it'll be like again here's an assist from here's an assist from fucking yeah Rondo or <laughs> it's
1: gonna be something bad or right. just
2: some random play here's a layup from you know Jay I don't know who the fuck you know and it's it was never a good that thing. was an insane thing. but at the time I thought this is the future <laughs> like <laughs> and I could see why people might be stupid like me in that moment, you know?
1: I was going to get a digital poster board, right? Mm -hmm. And it was going to play them. And then you'd walk into my house because no one ever comes to my house to see me anyways. And you walk in and be like, oh my God, Mike, you got NBA Top Shot all gold edition of LeBron. That's insane. And I'm like, Check it out. (laughs) We just sit there and we watch the four-second highlight and I'd go, money well spent.
2: Yeah, there's a fucking layup from goddamn uh, Bill Russell that made the (laughs) score 48 to 42.
1: (laughs) Uh, Let's go on to our final story. Story number five as we run through this. Aquarius is joining Epic and becoming Epic Games Brazil. From a blog post from Epic Games, of course, today we are announcing that Brazil-based studio Aquarius is joining Epic Games. This acquisition builds upon an investment that Epic made in Aquarius in early 2022. The Aquarius team will be the foundation of Epic Games Brazil, the first epic studio in Latin America. Founded in 2007, Aquarius is best known for its award-winning titles, Wonderbox, and the Horizon Chase franchise. Headquartered in the city of Porto Aguirre, uh, the Aquarius team of developers will join Epic Games to create groundbreaking content and social experiences within Fortnite quote, joining Epic Games builds on our successes in creating memorable games including Wonderbox, Horizon Chase 2, and Looney Tunes World of Mayhem, which we will continue to operate. We are delighted to leverage our experience using Unreal Engine on game development to contribute to the future of Fortnite, end quote, said Mauricio Langani, uh, CEO of Aquarius and now Studio Director of Epic Games Brazil. Aquarius has been at the forefront of game development in Brazil in Latin America and becoming part of Epic games will spotlight our region's developers for the entire industry. Andy Cortez new acquisition of course, coming in as Epic games Brazil to help out on Fortnite. What do you think about that?
2: Mike, do you want a uh, 5,000-minted Steph Curry (laughs) top (laughs) shot? I'll buy it for you right now. How (laughs) much? How
1: much I need? How much I need?
2: (laughs) Let me know. Uh, I'll be honest with you, Mike. I wasn't really listening to this story. I'm so sorry. Not a problem (laughs) at all. I wasn't really listening to it. I know that Epic Games bought a new studio. They acquired a new Uh studio. Not Aquarius, by the way. What did you say? It's not Aquarius.
3: What was your, What are you going to call
2: it? I think it's like Aquarius. Aquarius. Okay, I like that. Aquarius
3: has like a second A in oh, Okay, Aquarius.
1: Yeah, yeah. Aquarius. Oh, okay, I like Aquities that. maybe? I don't I know. I mean, you're helpful with that. I like knows, that. I like thank that. You yeah.
2: Thank you. But Cupboard. Mike, there's a common Giannis Nicumpo card for $31.
1: (laughs) Let's get back to the story, Andy. Of course, shout out to this uh, acquisition right here, strengthening and bolstering the developers out in Latin America and Brazil. I think that's the special part about this is you see teams and hardworking developers down in these countries, of course, get the spotlight shined on them, get the backing and support from a team like Epic Games. That's a big deal, Right. right? And, of course, that will only bolster everyone down there of like, hey, this is a real career. These are people that we can come in and support you. We can get education funding for this. We can start to encourage the youth to come in and be a part of this. So I think that's very cool on that side of things.
2: The the game development scene in Brazil is astonishing. Whenever uh, back in the day when I'd be on ArtStation and I was super into game development and mm-hmm. looking at uh, art dumps is what they call them. My, oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah. There, there are so many talented game developers and primarily in my field, game art and Mm. game artists and 3D artists and sculptors, the amount of ZBrush talent in Brazil is crazy good. And it's awesome that a lot of developers down there don't necessarily have to relocate their whole freaking lives and come to Los Angeles or Washington or whatever, Mm. that they can now possibly find more places to
1: stay within Brazil. That's really, really cool for that community. Shout out. Of course, Andy Cortez, me buying a Top Shot highlight, it's just so, so far away. But if I wanted to know what is coming up right here in the near future to mom and grop shops, where would I look?
2: The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily show host each and every weekday, the $9 for Steph Curry right here
3: i did oh, buy that. Do,
1: do, 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 do. Yeah. Uh, out today, Andy Cortez bit. and Barrett Courtney and kind of funny best friends around the globe. Final Fantasy Pixar remaster, remaster Series on PlayStation 4 and Switch. Horizon Forbidden West Burning Shores coming to PS5. Shattered Heaven Early Access on PC. Gun Jam on PC. A Medieval VR on PC. Lost Epic coming to Switch. Um, survival... Fountain of Youth coming to PC. Four games coming to your Sega Genesis on Nintendo Switch Online Expansion Pack today. Flicky, Kid Chameleon, Man, Street Fighter 2 Special Championship Edition. You know about Flicky?
2: I don't. Tell me all about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know about <laughs>
2: Flicky.
1: Maybe it's like flicking boogers. You know what I mean? That would be a fun game. Just
2: flicky just seems like a like an immediately failed mascot oh. or like a, a Nintendo <laughs> yes, mascot. Yes, yes, yes.
1: You know? yes, yes. Uh, we got some new dates for you this year. Ooh, look at that! That's Flicky There's right there. Flicky.
3: flicky on the okay. Sega little Genesis. Pikmin,
1: little Pikmin. If you're watching on the screen, you now see Flicky the game. It's added to your Sega Genesis on your Nintendo Add Switch console. Uh, new dates coming out right now: Xenoblade Chronicles Three. Future Redeemed is coming April 25th. Pyra and Mithra Amiibos are launching. Oh, Pira. check it out.
3: Yeah,
2: Pyra, I think.
3: Pyra. Pyra, yeah, Maybe Pyra.
1: Pyra
2: and it's Mithra. Pira. Because Pira?
3: she's like a fire fire lady. I got it. I got it. it. I got
1: it. <laughs> I'm in tune with Not the bored. Xenoblade Not team, <laughs> okay? Uh, launching July 21st. And, uh, of course, deals of the day for you. Graveyard Keeper. Is only three dollars and ninety-nine cents on Steam. If you want to jump in to that, of course, Andy Cortez. I I just
3: want to shout out the Wario just tweeted this out. Delta Rune chapter one and two soundtrack on fan gamer. If you're a Undertale head like me, you're a weird nerd. Andy
1: Cortez, we ask (laughs) all the kind of funny best friends around the globe watching live to keep us on our toes and keep us correct for everyone watching over on VOD. And we say, hey. If we say something wrong, if we get some information incorrect, you can go keep us honest over on kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Checking in on that, another perfect show from you and I. Great job. job. Great job. Nobody writing in. Uh, Thank you, Kind of Funny, best friends, for keeping us honest today. Of course, tomorrow's host, Thursday, you will have Blessing and Tim. On Friday, you'll have Tim and Steven Spawn teaming up together, which is going to be a ton of fun. Remember, if you're watching live, we're doing something new with the YouTube team and the Twitch team, where you can hang out with us. You can super chat, you can bit, donate, or you can resubscribe or subscribe for the first time at the Tier 1 through 3 level, or even with Prime Gaming, which is totally for free. You can ask us questions. We can dive deeper into today's stories or... We can just talk about anything gaming-related and have some fun with all of you for an extra 30 minutes before we kick off today's afternoon stream, which will feature Nick Scarpino jumping in to the Warzone for Season 3 with some ranked gameplay. Ooh. But until then, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily each and every weekday live right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the, nudie, the nerdy news you need to know about. New- until then... Play some games, Jimbroni's. Christoph Sports Ingus Top Shot, 12 bucks. Oh, I'm gonna buy that. <laughs>